0: thanks as long as the as long as the group average cleanliness stays above a certain amount then i think we're fine yeah i
1: think i think that's fine
0: otherwise we have to become a magic the gathering
1: podcast (laughs) that's when no one showers ever i don't i don't understand magic the gathering people uh, people tweet have got really into it last year and uh they were tweeting about it and it none of it it's just words it's you're just making things up
0: Yeah. And I'm like the ideal audience for it. Like I play board games. I liked Yu-Gi-Oh! as a child. Surely that's kind of the part. But I just, it leaves me cold every time. Part of it is definitely the fact that the board, I think I've said this before, the board game shop in Dublin, when they have Magic the Gathering tournaments on, becomes uninhabitable because of the smell. So yeah and they always always overlaps you know with weekends so when i'm around and have time to go for a leisurely board game shop instead i can shop for 40 seconds at a time before i have to go back outside take a new puff of air and come back in to search yet Uh again
1: you know there was a world yukio championship and you know where it took place japan las vegas uh, where else you need okay. you see Shlubby fat Love
2: nerds be fat nerds need a hotel room they're not gonna they're not gonna rough it in a like a, a youth hostel or something I, like I wish I they played it played that's on the foot of the that's pyramids why that's why there's so many that's why there's so many so many so many conferences in Las Vegas the main business there is
1: conferencing cause ah, that's cause you can get hotel and, that's cause you can get coke and sex workers on tap that's even what it's really bo- there for
2: even boring conferences speaking I was I mean- uh,
1: when I was in Vegas I went to get plasters for Aoife and I was on the way back in and the girls that stand outside on the strip in like their sexy outfits to like for big fat nerds to take pictures with, like stood in my way to ask if I wanted to get a picture. I was like, no, no, that's fine. I was like, I've just had to step out to get these pastors real quick. I have to go in for my to meet my fiance. <sighs> and then she was like, oh, bring her outside. She can get in a picture, too. And I was like, why would I what what do I get <laughs> from this?
0: All you're saying there is that they had you marked as a big fat nerd. Is that <sighs> saw here? And I was like, yeah, that's our key demographic.
1: Not fat. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um I I was watching a video actually the other day about Yu-Gi-Oh! uh came up which essentially was about how when Yu-Gi-Oh first came out, they wanted it to be like a, a worldwide multiplayer, you know, tournament based thing straight away. But they initially only re- like they could only print so many cards at once. So every time they released even like three or four cards, it broke the game. And massively oh. change the meta because like, you know, initially you have like, you know, four attack or monsters that are viable and one trap card that might work. And then you bring in three more and all of a sudden someone who stuffed their entire fucking deck with like genies is like, oh shit, the genie has now been hard countered by the ox or whatever. Oh. So then they have to like do a combined genie ox turtle deck. And apparently for the first, like, four or five years, every single time they released a new set of cards, it completely fucked everything up because there was way too much variation. And, like, after a while, then, you reach sort of, like, you know, I think a steady middle ground where there's thousands of cards, and you can't change the game that much. And also, apparently, because the designers were, like, just, you know, on coke or something in the early days, so they kept releasing cards. Like, this card destroys all your enemies' monsters and takes away half of their life points.
1: (laughs) Also, you can sack them if you play it.
0: I do remember those cards actually, because I think they never got rid of them from like the we had like a PlayStation Yu-Gi-Oh game, and they included the cards. that Just like this is the win card. <laughs> if you play this, yeah, you you lose all of your your opponent loses all of their 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 life points and money, and not money monsters. <sighs> it's a fucking yeah. wild west of games.
1: Well, all those the Yu-Gi-Oh games are weird because when I was a kid, I got one, and it wasn't Yu-Gi-Oh at all. It was like a weird like offshoot of the card game where essentially it was kind of like rock, paper, scissors. So none of the stuff on it mattered. And like, if you had like, say, water and someone else was fire, even if they were like 1,500 points and you were 1,000, they'd come down by half and you'd go double. Weird stuff. Bizarre. Hated it. Ruined it for me. The, Yu- the
0: Yu-Gi-Oh! game I had was actually playing the cards on the PlayStation. The problem was, we had a PlayStation 2, it was a PlayStation 1 game, and we had no PlayStation 1 memory card. So we played the first two hours of the game 40 or 50 times and never progressed <laughs> beyond that.
1: Yeah. My cousin did that when he first got his PlayStation. He got Musha, and uh, he couldn't afford a memory card when he bought it. So instead, he just kind of kept trying to play it all the way through in one sitting. Eventually got it, in fairness. <laughs>
2: I find it, and, I find it like what a system, the memory card system that that and, continued and, like right into PS2, didn't it?
0: And the, the limited storage, like you, you'd you'd overflowed your memory card and you'd have to
2: like well, decide makes, what you wanted to delete. Like you were killing a like l- a favorite son. I think it makes a lot, a lot of sense, right? Because if you were going to play a PlayStation game on your friend's PlayStation, like it opened up the market to a lot of kids. I imagine like most people's families could afford a memory card at least. So if they got a memory card and a controller, they could probably come in, and that was the same as buying a whole other console.
0: I do remember uh, friends doing that and coming over and being yeah. like, now we're gonna play my version of FIFA. <laughs> I think I think every version of FIFA was the fucking same at the time. So it was, <laughs> it was just to see their name come up, you know. Welcome back, Sean.
2: I'm not like, entirely Sean... sure. I'm not entirely sure what games like that would make a difference for, but obviously I didn't play many games that had
1: I mean,
2: yeah, I guess it would make multiplayer mode.
1: Mm-hmm. I guess it would make sense for like fighting games.
2: Yeah,
0: I'm just remembering mm-hmm. uh, like, the every iconic, the yeah. iconic uh, Star Wars. I think Episode Three game that came out that was like I think I think it was partially like a slash, uh, you know, like a up type game. That all the PS2 games were, mm-hmm. and then it also had a fighting mode on it where you could like slowly unlock characters, and the secret character at the end you could unlock wasn't like the Emperor or Darth Vader or anyone. I think it was Mace Windu. It was like that... I guess, Oh, cool. mid-level Jedi to unlock it was a great that game does,
1: though that sound sounds really rocks, familiar bro. yeah Samuel L. Jackson awesome
2: frankly he's deadly. my favourite Jedi
1: I think he was 41 when they made that film speaking of 41 this is episode 41 of Morning Brew we are now <laughs> the age of Samuel L. Jackson in Star Wars 3 that's an amazing we gonna, transition
0: but... I'm going to check that no, it's I 100% bullshit. It's, I remember, um, how does he know that offhand? How old was he? Uh, was I
2: close? Yeah. I'm no, still you, typing it like, in. I have to hold my microphone with my left I'm a, hand and something I'm else with my right hand.
0: Episode one came out in 1999, in which case he would have been 51 years old. Shit. But he wasn't, Was he? was he in episode one? If, yeah, he was.
2: Episode... Yeah. The boy was awesome. blah, blah, blah.
0: Oh, yeah, he showed up for like a really fucking minor cameo. Yeah, they were coming off the cameo up Like talking part, the dude. Yeah, but for like two scenes where he just shits on Anakin.
2: <laughs> That's an important part. He Saw it coming. Let's see. He was born in 1948. Someone else did the sums. So I'm too tired. Yeah, 51. Hmm. Well, right, Shit. So Shit. You should have saved that segue for 10 episodes, my friend.
1: I'll bring it back in 10 episodes. <laughs> it not even make sense. I'll still do it.
2: I'm glad that
0: we're starting to like include callbacks and stuff into the episode. Soon we can have crossovers and build our own MCU.
2: <laughs> I don't even remember what we did last episode.
1: Sometimes we... when I'm editing it, I can't remember what's happening. I'm like, ha, that's a good joke. <laughs> Me. Speaking of the MCU, I... Not Again. Dan, when you were We're talking a while back, we speak of the
2: MCU every fucking episode.
1: Yeah, because there's eight thousand movies. (laughs) Dan, when you were talking before, but when you went to see Black Mm -hmm. Widow, and you said you weren't that excited for it, and you think that like you've lost the luster of the MCU films. Yeah, I think I'm in the same movies in general. I think uh, I'm in the same boat because I watched Spider Man. I liked that. That was good. I mentioned that last time. Watch the Eternals. Fucking sucked. And I just I feel like that the Black Widow movie I'm gonna feel the same about. And I feel like that other one where they fucking open face lied for like eight months, be like, Oh, it's there's no special effects at all. It's all special effects. The whole fucking movie the special effects. I feel like oh. I'm gonna hate that as well. The Shang-Chi one or whatever. So I feel like I'm I'm wrong. I feel like I'm going back to I'm now I'm on your side. I feel like I hate the MCU now.
0: But I've, I've realized it's not just the MCU I just, I'm just i not hyped about I, I like movies still, but going to the cinema seems a much bigger effort now than it did two years ago So at well, the moment, mean not... there's a bunch of films out I, I want to see Macbeth, I want to see Belfast um, I want to see good. Licorice Pizza But English all pizza, of them I the idea of going thing. out to see them seems like a huge Do you want to go see it tomorrow? No, I just said it's a huge endeavor
2: to go out to see it Why? Uh, actually, potentially um why is it such an endeavor you live like 20 minutes from cinema but this is what i'm trying to figure out is i don't know why. i just feel like
0: it this is i i so i thought i was just is it because you haven't been
2: outside your house in three years
0: two and a half but yeah Mm. i think it probably is that
2: yeah that's what i was afraid of are you yeah i would actually be i think a lot i think a lot of people i think a lot of people due to the pandemic have effectively done like just Taken to the bed and got into the habit of it, like just completely got into the habit of not leaving your house. I am literally recording from my bed right now. So, so. <laughs> oh, could you pan down? Yeah. <laughs> he is recording from his bed, yeah. yeah. I I'm not recording in from fairness. my bed, in fairness, it's a pretty good place to record from. A lot of sound absorption in an old mattress.
0: Yeah, we've also I had to rearrange the desk upstairs so that the sun isn't in my fucking eyes every minute. Huh. But now it means that the, the background to all calls is the kitchen. Which um <laughs> uh, when yeah. the, when there is cooking or when we're recording means that she basically doesn't have access to half of the house. Huh. So it's 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 nicer for me to go downstairs. Well, I
1: mean, we don't record video, so she can be in the kitchen if she needs to be.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's true, but it's just weird to know you're being recorded on something.
1: I mean I guess.
0: I don't know, I've, I've, whenever, like, someone, I'm, I'm, like, I'm aware that, like, there's a Zoom call going on or something, and I'm in the background, I lose the ability to walk or move or do anything human naturally, <laughs> and I sort of, like, robot my way through the scene, be like, yes, fooling them all, I'm a perfectly normal person. <laughs> exactly.
1: Ah, uh, Yeah. Do you ever go to buy something in a shop, and you feel like that the... Uh... The staff are just like just just lying to you, just, just just outright just telling you lies.
0: It depends on what I assume. If I asked if I ask a shop person, do you have X, Y, or Z? And they say no, and I think that's because they're too lazy to go in the back. Fair enough, it's a shit job in the shop. All right, if you don't want to go in, don't go in.
1: So we bought and we had to buy a new coffee machine, uh, probably like a month ago at this point. Um, other mm-hmm. one broke. We had one of the little pod machines, uh, we have a coffee machine now, a proper coffee machine. Because all coffee machines now, I think pods are shaped like a fucking pyramid or whatever, and it's like, yeah, I'd not. This is not coming into my house. I uh, <laughs> get the fuck out of here. Um. So we've got a coffee machine, and on it it had a sticker that said that it does coffee ground coffee, but it says it also does pods. And so I say to the staff, I was like, you know, what does this mm-hmm. mean? I've never heard of that before. What the fuck? What does it mean? It does pods and it does coffee grounds. I, I've never, I've never seen that. And the guy just goes, nah, it doesn't do that. And I was like, what? It's but it's, it's written on it. And he's like, nah, just, it doesn't do that. And I was like, but what are you talking? They printed it. Like, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's printed on it. What are you talking about? And he's like, nah, nah, that's not it. It doesn't do it. I just wandered off. Like, just like, it, just it completely dismissed you. it. Then we're talking to this other guy. we got it in a different shop for cheaper. Same exact machine. And so I asked the guy in there. I was like, look, it says this on the side of this that it does pods what does that mean and the guy just starts ma- ma- making up a lie and he goes yeah if you put like one of the smaller pods in it'll do that no problem what like an espresso pod into like into a co- into one of like the the thing that i don't even know what you call them but the like little spout things that have the that hold the ground coffee for an espresso huh? basically said that if you squash a pod into that it'll work and i was like well that's just squash <laughs> that's a pod just- Squash it like a, a, a co- an espresso pod into that; it'll work. And I was like, "Well, there's no way that Squash works. Squash a Is, it it like slang, is it, I don't
2: is it, understand. Is it, did, sorry? Do you have this machine that we could inspect? Like, could we have a look at it? Maybe, maybe we could do a live stream of us looking over it and seeing is there any possible way we get a, a coffee pot into it?
1: Well, so there is. So I found this out afterwards because they all kept telling me that it either wasn't true or this like guy you, just making up Is, a blade, is he light. talking
2: about running the th- running like the foil packet, the thing foil packet, and all through a grinder and filtering it out? Because like no it could, no it could be like a really serious grinder and it could just like totally chew through that no problem
1: that would have made more sense what he taught was just squash a pot up there and push the on button and it'll squirt out coffee obviously not I mean, at all how this thing's maybe work.
2: maybe he was addressing you as follows you know it's just like bro you can do whatever the fuck you want with this thing <laughs> after you own it it's yours man if you want to put a fucking coffee pot in there you go ham no problem i mean i'm not saying it's going to work and make coffee for you
1: but you can oh no, no he put, was saying it's going to work you can work. put that in there Ground he coffee, was us, unground coffee, fucking he tea was bags, us, whatever you want. He was giving us complete made up instructions on the spot on how this thing would possibly use a coffee pot. Just absolutely blowing it right out of his ass, like just taking this fucking thing out of nowhere. Because he's turns not going to be
0: there when you, when you fuck up your machine.
1: Turns out they're both completely fucking liars and they're just absolutely wrong in every facet. It takes a thing called an ESE pot, which is just a coffee tea bag.
2: What? Yeah. so the, an- the answer is just use it pot. normal
1: yeah the answer is that like yeah you can put a little pod in if you want it's called like an S- easy serve espresso or something like that it stands for and it's basically just a coffee tea bag you stick it in the little the little spout and then you click the on button and it, it pours you a coffee and we don't have any of these we just use ground coffee but the guy just like one of them just like thought I don't know what this is so I'm just going to shoot this down immediately that's impossible uh, obviously not impossible at all very clearly how <laughs> it's supposed to work and then the other guy, just like on the spot, pulls out an entire instructions on how to try and squash a fucking espresso part into this machine. Yeah. Just like absolute horseshit. And so, like he was saying that, and I just I zoned out completely. And I think he knew I was zoning out because he stopped talking to us then. And as soon uh. as he walked away, I turned to Ethan. I was like, what the fuck did he just say? What does that even mean? You could squash a small pot in? What? And so I just Googled it real quick And they were like Yeah it takes this pod I was like thank you That's all I asked All I asked You're the fucking Coffee machine expert man Selling me this thing yeah, I just you,
0: I, was, If he'd started Googling it himself Would it have turned you off Buying it No I didn't want it You would anyway. like, Hey
1: You didn't even know You're not the expert You're just a Go phone. get your manager I'm, I'm going to complain To your manager right now No we didn't, even, we didn't even Want it from pods I just seen that written on I was like That's really interesting I've never heard of that before How does it do that because I was really curious, like, how the fuck does it make a pod? Where would you possibly put a pod in a coffee machine? <laughs> and, and he just lied. He just he just opted to lie instead of saying, I don't know. To a be genius fair. Move.
0: when I worked in the off-license in Castle Knock, I made up bullshit all the time. But it's slightly, be- at it's slightly better with wine, because, like, there's a very limited, like, series of variables you can bullshit about with wine. So I, I just kept... T- I, I'm convinced... But like, Because I told people that something paired well with fruit or paired well with meat, they probably were like, this really does pair well with meat because I fucking like, you know, they had no idea what they were looking for and it just altered their perception of it. I think like you have so much fucking scope to lie with wine. Like, yeah, this is a very light one. You're not even going to remember I said that by the time you drink this. Probably true.
2: As long as I come across authoritative now, that's all that matters. So, um, I've just looked up ESE coffee pods, uh, from discount coffee.ie, which actually runs ads on Irish radio or used to oh. have a jingle and everything. Discount coffee, discount tea, discount coffee.ie. We'll send our invoice. Um, <laughs> so they're out of stock, they're out of stock on ESE variety packs of coffee pods, 44 millimeter, of hundred, a hundred pack for 22 euro, right?
1: That's fair. good value.
2: No, it fucking isn't. ESE pods have exactly seven grams of co- of ground coffee in them, apparently, right? Apparently. I've, I've just looked it up, right? Well, seven so what's grams that from co- a regular seven, dish, gra- seven grams of coffee comp- compressed into a filter pod with a 44 millimeter diameter. Or you can have a whole kilo of Fairtrade Colombian Supremo coffee beans for fourteen ninety
1: nine. Right, but how much? Uh, what? I don't know what that means in terms of like an actual like so a coffee get serving, se- though. So you're
2: only getting 700 grams of ground coffee. For 25 euro or for 22 euro. And for 15, you could have an entire
1: kilo of whole bean. But with the whole bean, though, how much of that are you actually like? I don't know what the deal If you fill out a regular, like, ground coffee into one of the, I don't even know what you call them, the uh, (laughs) coffee ladle, (laughs) I don't fucking know. Coffee ladle? If if you fill out this thing, right, and you tamp it all down, how much coffee is that compared to a pot? Like, what? is Is that double? I don't know, man.
2: Most people just weigh it.
1: Why, I, do you actually weigh coffee? I just scoop it in and squash it. The nerd, the nerds do, yeah. Oh,
0: I don't. I, I, I kind of just like pour it out until I'm like, yeah, that looks like it won't make me tired anymore. <laughs> yeah, I
1: just I, I pour a scoop in and then I squash it and then I that's whatever that is that is I I really couldn't tell you what the <laughs> difference is. But I don't like. I, what's the difference though? Like it is I, 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 if I have the kilo of coffee beans, if I grind them up and I put them into the into the you know the little spout or whatever the little slot and I squash it down. I wonder how much coffee I'm getting with that, though. Couldn't tell you. Yeah, that's what I'm a saying. Is pod, it good value you're only, get, but
2: you're, you're only getting one cup of coffee. Maybe there's a lot more wastage with the other one, but on the other hand, there's a potential for not having a lot of wastage. You used to get free
0: coffee if you went into the Nespresso shop.
2: Not enough they just for had, me. They
0: just had a person who'd sit there, and <laughs> they'd, give you, they'd just give you a coffee. So, <laughs> so a lot of the time, we just went, uh, go there for a free coffee and not buy any Nespresso <laughs> afterwards.
1: <laughs> yeah I mean in fairness those official Nespresso's are fucking expensive as shit anyway
0: yeah is not I mean you know I think this is an anti-endorsement it's never seemed worth it to me none of them taste that great um, none of them I are did, that
1: strong they're fucking yeah, very expensive well, yeah. for what you get yeah none of, the, none of them are that strong I, I didn't mind it we got given an espresso machine a few years ago it's broken now um, and it was fine um, while we had it but like like I was saying, we went in and they're all like so bizarrely shaped now. Like, like really weird shapes and stuff. And it's like, where am I supposed to put this? Like, f- like, feasibly, where the fuck do I put a pyramid that makes a cup of coffee? Why the fuck could you just have the fucking box that you had before?
2: You should get what you need to get is a load of other pyramids so you can stack them together. So I guess maybe, so make a super maybe pyramid. If, maybe if the packs of coffee came as pyramids, you could like shore them up against the wall and make them into a tower of pyramids.
1: Eventually, like keep stacking the pyramids. So it eventually makes a cube. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah, that would be good. Or you could mount it upside down to the ceiling. No,
1: the water'd fall out. Yeah, that's true. Instead of just we just price, got a regular coffee machine. Your price is sh-
2: just too small. Well, you know, what are you gonna do? You need a cafe tier.
1: T- uh, yeah, I know, but I always feel like it's so much more effort to make a cafe here than it is just to make a cup of coffee. Plus then I have to I'll, I'll drink the whole fucking thing. And that's my other problem. <laughs> i'm making
2: coffee on a daily basis in a cafetiere or in a sorry a mocha pot and it's significantly decreased my coffee consumption um from when i used to just make it in a cafetiere and bring it upstairs because uh the mocha pot makes like really strong espresso and just top it up with boiling water you know dose by dose in the uh, in the mug so it means i have to go all the way back downstairs if i want more coffee so instead of having like three to four cups of coffee a day i'm sticking with two
0: that is, that is good actually yeah like the raising the entry requirements
2: yeah and i have to you know obviously i make at the moment i'm making a large mocha of espresso on a daily or every second day and using just pouring out freshness or just topping up with hot water on the second day so i'm down to two cups of coffee a day which is a huge success for me
1: that's pretty good i drink Cause too when much i had because when i had
2: ready access to a coffee machine i was probably having five a day Okay. My big
0: my big coffee struggle is a, I'm so Nuria has been you know have been assigned loads of morning classes this term, and that means she has to get up at like six to get off to UCD in time. Gross. So there's some mornings I'm dead, and the struggle when you're really tired between wanting a really strong coffee to wake you up and not wanting like to be open, not, not wanting your heart and the stomach to explode from the strength of your coffee is a fucking <laughs> night it's, it's such a tough game but like do you go for a weaker coffee and loads of it do you go mm. for a single short shot of coffee in the end i decided to go well, for a kind of a fairly weak coffee and just have multiple cups of it mm. also the most sensible thing placebo uh, also yeah. though i feel also, like the if you pour the the water into the coffee and you still have to wait another you know, two minutes, when you're really tired, that's fucking torture. Like, your mm. salvation is just there and you can't get to it for another two minutes. <laughs> it's a nightmare.
1: That's fair, but I also fucking hate hot drinks. So, as you both know, I get a coffee and then I wait half an hour before I fucking touch it to begin with. Because I can't, I can't stand drinks that are too hot. I, can't, I really can't fucking do it. <laughs> what I, about cold I have cold drinks. I don't, I have no problem with any temperature of cold drink. Um, and I don't like my hot drinks getting cold. I will finish them when they're cold and I forget about them. But I like them at a very specific temperature and I drink them at that temperature and I won't drink it if it's hotter than that. I don't like it. <laughs> I'm very against it. Which is a problem because coffee has, coffee is like a fucking prank. So I'm making coffee and I, it's sitting there. It's way too fucking hot. I'll burn my mouth if I try and drink this fucking thing. So it's sitting there. Then it starts to cool down. So I take one sip of this fucking coffee and then immediately my body's like, now you have to go take a shit. <laughs> and then I've, it, what feels like 30 seconds, now the coffee's fucking ice cold and laughing at me because I've now ruined the fucking coffee. I'm not going to enjoy it. I just have to drink this cold, dark liquid
0: that used to always happen to me when I got Starbucks on the way to work when I was in Belfast because it's such a big fucking cup of coffee that by the time you're halfway down it's freezing cold and there's nothing worse than freezing cold coffee like if it was if I got a black and it went freezing cold I'd be happy out it's basically a cold brew at that stage (laughs) whereas if you put milk in it it just is so gross when it's cold and I don't know why because cold milk is also fine but I don't know why milk in a hot drink gone cold is the grossest thing possible
1: fair fair I'm not a big milk guy I'm not a baby that's probably why
0: <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna piss off all the milk bros which is definitely a thing somewhere
1: it's every fucking Irish farmer
0: if you if you, I bet if you go to or milk that exists I found Wasn't out yes, briefly
2: a cultural signifier for the all American diet favoured by you know like right wing people also Mussolini yeah probably
1: well yeah because they dunk their cookies in it <laughs> What are you gonna do with all your cookies? We you got
0: no milk. Speaking of um of like overly specific subreddits, I found out yesterday there's a subreddit or adultery to give people advice on how to commit adultery. And or I really cake, wanna I wanna know cake about cake eaters this. apparently. Or cake eaters, which is a subreddit for people who want to have their cake and eat it too. I.e. people who want to have an affair and never have their wife find out about it so they have an oh. affair and and a fulfilling marriage. I got to so, be
1: honest, Dan. I didn't link them as related at all till you got to the end. I thought one was subreddit actual cake.
2: <laughs> and does Nuria know that you've been looking at this website? <laughs> so I, I, I more importantly, does more importantly, does your Catholic pre-marriage counselor know about it? Yeah, I guess does I your should parish give... priest know that you've been looking at this thing?
0: I definitely should give context. For you guys know this is an adultery subreddit. It's really interesting. <laughs> <laughs> it's so I've I've realised that. that Ever since they created this, the best of Reddit update subreddit to central, localize all those drama stories people post, which are all fake, but are a good read. I've just been going on there and someone posted a story about a man who has having an affair and his wife had apparently found out and he discovered she'd been having an affair for two years to get back at him for his affair. And he was really upset. I was like, how could she do this to me? And it was a tremendous read And he was posting all this in our adultery For like sympathy from people like, Yeah man, I can't believe she cheated on you That's That feels bad about.
1: man yeah. I mean you would though, right? Like if you cheated on someone Even if it was your idea of like Look, you should you should have an affair And then we're even You know, it, it levels us back out You would feel upset about it, right? I don't know Not if you were trying to
0: rationalise the affair To begin with it's Like if you were having an affair And you but felt I think guilty so. about it then maybe I, it would be consistent to feel bad if you also got cheated. But if you're having an affair, you're like no, there's no reason to feel sad about this. There's no reason to be ashamed about this. And then you would be you get hurt by an affair. It's just like huh. the ultimate hypocrisy.
1: No, I get that. I get that it's hypocritical. I just think that like even if if you were cheating on someone and then it comes to light and you decide that they need to sleep with someone else so that the the playing field is leveled again. Even though it was your idea I think like in theory And then actually like After it happening I think you'd still be upset about it
0: Fucking just imagining now Nuria coming to me Be like cheated on you But I think you should have an affair To you know Even the playing fields And just thinking great I got cheated on And now I have to
1: (laughs) socialise Also What if it's a trap And she didn't actually cheat on you And then you have an affair But now you're the cheater And the playing field's not level anymore
0: Shit And then she gets all my stuff and the Yeah she has the
1: advantage Yeah Ah see Gotta be prepared. You gotta gotta be on the lookout for things like this. I need to sign a prenup
0: where the only thing I guarantee I I just ring fence a switch. That's all I want.
1: Yeah. I, <laughs> then I got, she, I got, she gets the
0: copy of Breath of the Wild and then I'm furious.
1: I got asked um by friends if me and E for were signing a prenup. And I was just trying to say to them, I was like, what would she like what the fuck would I try and protect? You know? Like she can't have what my fucking PlayStation 5? Like what <laughs> I don't have any, Like what the fuck do I have? I don't no, because you got that after value. you got married. But so, like, I don't own anything of value. Like, <laughs> I, I, I make like good money and stuff, but I don't own anything. I don't have a fancy car or anything. I, mean, I have a five hundred euro toy sitting across from me. <laughs> 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 that's it, my, that's my only possession.
0: I mean, you know, maybe you'll feel bad when, when if it, when the divorce comes, she breaks to break that just out of revenge.
1: Well, that's fine. She can have the PS Five because I'll have the PS Six by then. Ha ha. Jokes of on you, your
0: marriage. It's your your marriage is only going to last one console generation. <laughs>
1: that's like fucking thirteen years. That's really a long is time. It, is it? No, it's not. When did the, I Surely, when did the PS Four come out? Is that not like PS Four was like eight or nine years after the PS Three? Was it? Yeah. Time flies, Dan. time
0: fucking flies. <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe this is this is more the bigger problem here is. That I'm getting older. <laughs> Not well, like
1: you, you, don't really notice things, right? I seen someone posted a, a thing earlier today, and it was uh, an Aziz Ansari headline, just saying that, uh, oh, he doesn't use the internet anymore. He has he hasn't even really used email in the past four years. And as soon as I read it, I thought, was his sexual assault allegation four years ago? And so I looked it up. I was like, huh? I felt like that was last year. I felt like that was really recent. And it's been like over four years now, or just about four years. Time fucking flies. It just disappears. Yeah.
0: I, th- I also thought this is the alleg- I don't even think allegations are the right word against him, given
1: that it was more like
0: was I think kind of, it was just a very discrediting story, wasn't
1: it? As opposed <laughs> to- uh, but also he admitted to it. He apologized. Yeah, exactly. For All- so, alle- yeah, allegations it- isn't really like. Yeah, it's weird. I just you read the, they always use the word allegations. It just sticks in your fucking head. But like yeah, it's not it's not an allegation, it's you know, it's just a fact. This is what happened. <laughs> um, but it is like stuff just it's you don't realize like how fucking how recent things were, you know, or how long ago things were. It's like, oh shit, that was six years ago. Feels like it was a year and a half ago.
0: But then some other things feel very, very long ago, and they were actually you're told like they were this year. Like I um... mean,
1: maybe not this year. <laughs> you know, just because we're half an hour into the new year. Yeah,
0: okay, yeah, sorry. Think, things <laughs> that happened in 2022. Um, well,
1: I, 2020, I feel like...
0: 2021.
1: I feel like 2021 is probably the most eventful year of all time because shit kept happening, and then at the end of the year, people were like, remember how this happened in February? And I was like, that was not February. That was, like, fucking 2015. No, no, it's February, apparently. Well, I mean, the weird fucking one for me,
0: and, like, this is really lame, was someone pointed out that, that Bernie meme, the Bernie Sanders meme... was from in January. Meetings this year and I was like yeah. no fucking way. That means yeah. I remember that meme with college. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's it. Like I had seen people being like, oh remember back in March and I was like that was not March. That's at least a year. old I was like, oh no it was March. <laughs> it's been uh, less than a year. Shit. Okay. <laughs> the, the boat in the Suez
0: was this year. The, yeah. Yeah. Um... The fucking Snyder Cut coming out was all this year. That stuff feels like it came out like two... I feel like all that was pre-pandemic shit. Or early I, pandemic shit.
1: I'm, I'm, I I'm, started watching the Snyder Cut 18 years ago. I'm still trying to fucking get through it. <laughs> Did you see Josh Whedon came out with a really fucking weird reply to all what? of his like bullying allegations? What? Now what? Oh, it, was now so what? it was so gross. He basically said that Gal Gadot misunderstood him because her English isn't good enough. What? Like he really he went into hiding for like a fucking year and a half and then he comes out to try and defend himself and his defense is yeah, bitch doesn't know English. What the fuck are you talking about?
2: What what's he what's what? he supposed to what what did Galgado say of him?
1: She just said that he was a mean little bully and she went to the higher ups and said, Hey, uh, fuck this guy. Um and apparently that's why he got pulled um from Warner. But like because, yeah, obviously, are you going to fucking, are you going to stick on to with Wonder Woman or are you going to fucking get rid of this schlub who you can replace tomorrow? Mm. And guess what? They fucking replace them tomorrow. <laughs> but after after all of it, though, after literally everyone speaking out, even fucking David Buranis and everything was like, yeah, fuck this guy. I believe all of these different people had all this uh, stuff to say. His his big defense of himself was this guy's a shit actor and this girl doesn't know English. Why would you come out and even open your mouth? Just go back, just like try and go back to business as normal. Or Weird. say something or like,
2: or at least be conciliatory instead of you know trying to insult and demean people.
1: I just bizarre. Like, what a fucking oddball. Was
0: wasn't there some quote that he said? Like, there's some line from the um from the interview where like he says, "Yeah, I guess I can relate to Ultron a bit." He says his voice growing softer. He's you know <laughs> we we both can't control ourselves or something like that. Like. We're both what? powerless I actually, in the world. i,
1: uh, I read a, I, yeah, I, man, these people are fucking weirdos. The whole like fucking like comic book, like movie universe people are fucking like gigantic dickheads. And it's, it's so funny that like every now and again, a normal person will come by me like, Hey, I'm going to go to HR because this guy's a fucking freak. And then, <laughs> and then all of this stuff kicks off. <laughs> I read, I just want to, I want to look this up real quick because I read the fucking worst article I've read in a long fucking time here
2: and like oh wait
1: uh, this is just like so fucking like these people are a fucking league at their own <laughs> so apparently Tom Holland has been doing the rounds for his like media stuff and he's been like yeah I might not do Spider-Man ever again I feel like I've you know done everything I wanted to do I've had a whole trilogy it's all been great what a great way to leave so we'll, f- we'll see if I'm, if I'm back or not this is the article that was writing up about him this is a literal excerpt that they put up Holland's just stepping away first of all just stepping away he did six fucking years of movies Holland just stepping away would not only feel strange for the overall story, but would be simply disrespectful to the character and all of the work that went into the first three MCU films. So much work has gone into making this version of Spider-Man into the strongest adaptions of the hero yet. First of all, there's only been three adaptions since 2000. The fucking character's 60 years old. Shut the fuck up. (laughs) Also, who cares? What the fuck? Someone else will play Spider-Man. Shut the fuck up. I hope he does quit now. I'm on his fucking side. I'm to find this fucking weird Joss Whedon quote. I can't, no, I can't find it. But yeah, basically it's like... I just... can't control myself. And <laughs> <laughs> I accidentally closed Discord there. The Joss Whedon stuff is weird too, right? Because yeah okay like he's a big weird bully and all this kind of shit but some of the people that like he's verbally threatened on set you're just kind of thinking like would you not have just slapped this weird little schlub coming up and trying to like push you or like physically push you around get the fuck out of here (laughs) what the fuck
0: yeah he's not a threatening looking person no
1: also like he's old and fat like if you're a fucking Jason Momoa and this guy tries to like push you just fucking throw him Pick him up and for fucking lawn dart him off the set. See you later. We need a new director. I
0: never, I mean, it might be a generational thing as well. But like, I feel like probably our generation missed the boat on the things that made him famous. Like Buffy.
2: I I, I, like, like Buffy. I dropped out of this conversation for a good three minutes because my internet went, are you still on about Joss Whedon? Yeah, but now we're talking about Buffy.
1: Unbelievable. We also were talking about Joss Whedon when you dropped off, but that's cool.
2: <laughs> it's come all the way back fucking around um, without him yeah, here to anchor us
1: yeah I mean there's I guess most of his fans in general like I know Buffy was popular but it would probably be like it's Avengers fans really at this stage right which is for how big they are what about Firefly didn't he do that yeah but Firefly wasn't big which is why it got cancelled Firefly was good though yeah it was well, I don't think I don't think Joss Whedon's a bad director. I think his stuff is very good. You can tell like, from I... the
2: movie. You can tell from the movie, though, given the amount it repeats from the TV show, that there really wasn't anything more in it, and he hadn't written anything else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. fair. So good, good set design and good casting by all accounts, yeah. though, not much of a plot. <laughs> oh, we're just gonna have him do
0: some cowboy shit. Okay, that sounds good. Yeah. Now just <laughs> do that for ninety minutes, or what is it, an hour, two hours. <laughs> yeah.
1: But yeah i don't think anyone's claiming that like he's bad at his job like he's he's very good at his job but most of the stuff he's worked on has been really fucking good angel was good and buffy was good so you know they're both great the avengers films he worked on were great Um, you know firefly is great there's a lot of really good stuff but also you can't excuse someone being a weird fucking asshole
2: i'd like to do a topic go ahead so, no stop um, you so the nearest shop to my house is uh, presently a Polona's supermarket. Oh, nice. I think, I think it's great. The Polish have brought us many great things to this country. Did you and, stop in for honey beer earlier? No, I didn't. Um, <laughs> but what I want to ask is, what things do you buy from like the specialty supermarkets that you have now become slightly obsessed with? Let me start. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> so you know the way that like in your celebrations, your boxes of roses or whatever, that no one likes eating the fruity sorts of uh all the fruity liqueur things uh, yeah. in Ireland. Anyway, everyone hates them. I love them. Yeah, same. We do entire bars of them in um, in the pub okay. shop. You got a Evadel dark cherry dark chocolate with cherry filling. An entire bar of this stuff. What more could you possibly want? Love it. Then we have um, roast chicken-flavoured crisps. Oh,
1: okay. It's like a can't dinner get, in a
2: packet. Can't get these in the normal shops. Uh, imagine just opening this, and you remember that gif of the of the chicken just sliding out of the can. Everyone knows that one. Huh? Imagine that, but drier. I, I think you should work in anti-marketing, Steve. Whatever the, yeah, this, whatever, yeah, you hear everyone another... likes a Prussia brand's uh, self, self-esteem. self
1: <laughs> This is you at a pitch meeting. Everyone knows this gif, right? Classic.
2: <laughs> we got, we got some more. We got some more crisps. These are just sour cream and onion. I mean, they're just a different option in a potato. Wait, so are, are
0: are Eastern European crisps just way better than our crisps? Uh, well, say so. I'm, not
2: see, I'm not seeing. So, I'm not seeing sour cream and, and onion potato crisps. Are you? Is that you a don't thing? see
0: any flavor of potato crisps except cheese and onion.
2: Which and and until and you go and prawn cracker. Uh, you and get those
0: in taste. No, I'm taking king, king. King is the one that only has crisp. one flavor, and you like it.
1: Does does Tato have prawn cracker?
0: There's salt and vinegar king crisps. Is there? Maybe. Yeah. It was only when I went abroad that I realized that cheese and onion wasn't the default flavor for crisps. That's just an Irish thing. Maybe the don't which have which is any other which is the correct course. move. <clears throat> oh, it's the best flavor for crisps. Everyone else is an idiot, but.
2: And then finally and most importantly for the rest of my family, <clears throat> it's pickles. Oh yeah. So when Lidl came to Ireland, I oh, yeah, yeah, see. Cheers. When Lidl came to Ireland, <laughs> my family started eating pickles, cheese yeah. and pickle sandwiches, just pickles and everything. Uh, regular salads.
1: Your family became I mean, very British.
2: I, I didn't know pickles were a British thing. I've only thought of them as Eastern European, two thousand post two thousand and four EU accession states. No pickle would be a big British thing
1: too. I think. Yeah, especially Branson pickle. Fucking love it. They do rotten stuff. Oh, yeah.
2: yeah. Never would have touched a pickle before two thousand and four probably would have refused to as well then we went mad for them yeah <clears throat> oh, i love pickles um so i'd like to thank i'd like to thank um the european union and the nation of poland for their great stodgy culinary and snack traditions uh for bringing them to ireland and, and livening up things so dan what are your favorite things from the polski Slep?
0: i've never gone into a polski slep or any of. Okay. oh uh, you
2: need uh, to mr no, vanilla
0: it's terrible, yeah. and I, 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 genuinely it's just because I'm never I'm never going by them. I always like walk by up whenever I do walk by them when I'm on my way somewhere else, I think, yeah, it'd be great to look in there, see what yeah. there is. But I whenever I'm going grocery shopping, you know, I live in Finglas. There's one big Tesco's and that's it, and that's the only place you're allowed like, to buy from. But like I do so there are things I try to go out of my way to get whenever I'm in Spain, like Spanish stuff. Mm. Um, and then bring back and slowly ration over the course okay. of okay so tell like, us
2: about those things so
0: like a bi- obviously cured meats is is the classic one here getting like your fresh which is kind of like a, a a thin hard catalan one or Morthea, which is like the spanish version of black pudding i'll try to smuggle those back over the border anytime i come back and then slowly eat it over time a big one around christmas is turon which is like a a nuggety kind of Spanish treat, which I' a huge fan of, and probably mm. I can get here. To be honest, I think there's a Spanish shop in Cable Street I've just never gone to mm, again because I'm never around it. Even though clearly there's a there's a an appetite there. Horchata is another is another one. It's awesome drink made from um, hazelnuts, I think. Okay. Um. So so there's a bunch of Spanish stuff that I do in Spain, and then I try to bring back with me, which is the ultimate niche shop in that it's a it's another country, a niche country, yes.
1: Adam uh, not so much Polish shop but I do like the Asian shops quite a lot and I do like the, the little Mexican shop up from us that serves like chilies and things like that I'll give you a little let me see how do I flip this over <coughs> we see in here so these here are Vietnamese spring roll wrappers whoa got like miso mm. paste and stuff like that got nice. very different things up here there's like lots of dried chilies and stuff <laughs> things like that just habanero chilies in the back and things and um, Places like that are kind of what I I default towards.
2: They're also a great place to get tons of fruit, like the Polsku step is great because Poland has a really big apple farming industry, and they just bring in these massive, nice eating apples. Uh, so it's Uh-oh. actually a place where you can get seasonal fruit and veg that um, oh. they don't really have in Tesco all that much. And stuff. You wanna, if you don't want to, want to skip the old pink ladies.
0: You oh, don't another want your, uh, one!
2: apples has been flown in from New Zealand.
0: There's a there's a Brazilian shop. Uh, just off um, Moore Street, um, and you can get a it's a guarana. You know the Ooh, that fruit. Yes, you can get a guarana soft guarana. drink there, which is fucking awesome. It's so good. So you I ever like go to that.
2: you ever go to the Brazilian uh, steakhouse on North Lots?
0: No, is
2: that is well, that like the
0: one that used to be in? Um,
2: I say Granla. steakhouse. Um, no, it's the one that used to be in the Epicurean Food Hall. Oh fuck like... yeah!
0: I have, I have had there when I was in the Epicurean Food Hall.
2: A huge fan of that place. Uh, where is it now? It's around the corner from where the Epicurean Food Hall used to be on uh, on a street called North Lots. Which, oh, which is which Wait, Rene. I went
0: there with you. I was did, like...
2: we eat, did we eat there?
0: Yeah, I mean, huh. we we like they were closing and there were like three things left on the table. So
2: oh, yeah. we we took those. You should go again. Yeah, I definitely, I fucking loved, I loved, I went there, uh, I went there for buff-faced. my dinner before my birthday one year.
0: <laughs> like your, your dinner before your birthday dinner.
2: Yeah. Uh, no, I didn't have a birthday dinner that year. I just drinks. Oh, um, okay. Me, but me, and me and Michael Campbell had a, had a birthday dinner together and then we went to Bruto.
1: Hey, oh, I was there. I wasn't at the dinner though.
2: That was the night our good friend Andrew Campbell got assaulted on the way to my birthday party.
1: That's true. Hmm. He did? Yeah. Yeah. But Andrew who? Campbell is not That's what you my... call lucky. <laughs> well, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> okay. I mean I guess you could make an argument for it, but <laughs> he's uh he has at many times been a, an unfortunate victim of circumstance. The circumstance is just him happening to be somewhere. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> just trying to like get out for a pint and and he'll he'll get a slap in the face on the way down.
2: In fairness, for the various reasons, he's been a, a victim, or he's also been the uh, beneficiary of circumstance. True reasons I won't go into now, but very much the beneficiary of circumstance.
1: Yeah, um, we don't we don't need to talk about that. No. <laughs> we'll keep we'll keep that one.
2: So, what was I gonna say? Uh, yeah, so um, we look, we hail our we hail our multicultural allies in bringing us all manner of tasty treats and uh, i'd like just like to apologize that i've turned this into a food episode that i'm going to eat things on stream now
0: that's why it's a mukbang i believe Mm. is the name of the thing i once i've I've never seen anything like a mukbang but i've seen like the people who do them
2: what's a mukbang
1: Um, and basically like furious pete except furious pete was doing it when before it was called mukbang mukbang Essentially, I yeah.
0: think people eat a shit ton of food on stream.
2: Yeah. Oh.
1: So it's like it's like the Furious Pete stuff where you'd have like a 15,000 calorie breakfast kind of deal.
0: I don't understand right. what it was for. I don't understand the appeal of it. Like, it makes me feel I very think, ill. I think people just analogy. like to watch
1: other yeah. stuff Right to um, have. It makes suppose, me feel, like,
2: weird. I suppose in many respects, maybe people have an interest in just seeing repeat. Like, people are attracted to patterns, Right. And if you can present something like in a familiar pattern of of a burger, or like a pizza, the concept of going larger and bigger with that pattern, i.e., the pizza, say like it's a wagon you know, wheel, absolutely a wagon wheel pizza. Just the concept of seeing that pizza is going to make someone click, or at least it's going to make me click. Yeah, it's yeah, sort I of don't... in many respects just seeing the food that he's about to try and eat.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think... I've, we've we've watched loads of those. Though we watched like Furious Feet and stuff. I mean, it's 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 weirdly like, I don't know. It's it, it's hard to explain. But I mean, there was a whole TV show on a man versus fucking food is a mukbang, really. Yeah, and I never understood the appeal of that either. I understand
0: the appeal of a cooking show where you're yeah. hungry watching it. And you're, like, slowly, like, fuck, I think there was someone where Hugh Fernley Whittingstall, like, went out into the countryside and, like, found mushrooms and found his oregano and shit just randomly. I was like, I'm just going to cook with this. And that was great. And the moment I saw those mushrooms, I started, like, oh, I can't wait to fucking eat those mushrooms. And then, like, <laughs> you know, as he slowly cooks them, it's like he's teasing you. That all was fantastic. But that's because it's one meal. You can fixate on it. I don't want to focus on, like, four different pizzas
1: and a tub of Ben and Jerry's and yeah, I mean, I, I, think it's, I think it's pretty impressive. Um, I would definitely die if I tried. Yeah. Um, but then there is sometimes, like, like, Man vs. Food has been on the house a couple of times, and I've thought, like, I could eat that. And, they're like, there's no fucking way I actually could, because they're saying that, like, it's like an eight-pound burrito. So, like, it's eight actual fucking pounds. And I'm like, oh, I could fucking do that. I could eat an eight-pound burrito. It's one burrito. No. <laughs> I just thought I'd keel over and die. Well, and for much- some reason...
2: How much are we talking about? Like, how much is a normal sized burrito? Is that about two pounds, one pound, pound and a half?
1: Maybe a pound, depending on how stuffed it is. Like, uh, for ones over here, like, they don't even about a pound. <coughs> um, over in the States, they'll often, like, double. Like, if you go to, like, a Chipotle or whatever, like, they'll just add on a whole bunch of extra shit if you ask mm. for it. So, like, they'll, like, wrap it or second burrito around and keep it together. But, like, here it's, uh, you know. trying apparently-
0: to. Okay, so someone did a test on this and found that the average um, burrito in places he was asking for was two pound. Two pounds. Two pounds. Okay.
1: So this is like four regular burritos all wrapped up in the one. Couldn't do it.
0: Wait, no, actually, it's the opposite. It's one pound. This whole this whole uh-huh. thing is about the life hacks he could use to get twice as a... much shit in his burrito.
1: Fucking nail that I did.
2: Is he going to talk us through how to make a two pound burrito from one pound of ingredients?
1: Yeah, you order order two burritos, you put a hair in one of them and say, hey, refund this. (laughs) Okay, here's what he recommends. First, ask
0: your server for a burrito bowl and a side of two tortillas. This will increase the size of your portions by 15%. Then ask the server for half and half of everything, including half black beans and half pinto beans, as well as half white rice and half brown rice you'll end up with twice as much rice and beans. Order half and half of two meats as well. You'll get 50% more protein. Also, make sure to order fajita veggies and corn salsa, two free ingredients that will add weight to your burrito. In the end, but why, you'll though? have almost twice as much food to roll in your own double wrap burrito if you follow... Gro- His
1: name is Gross. <laughs> uh, yeah, t- I can see why. <laughs> For fuck's sake. I just I don't know how that's a benefit to a person. Like, that's so much more effort. Like, I don't I don't understand it. I'd rather just pay the extra for an order two burritos. But that's longer. also, though, if I'm going out for food, it's because I don't want to make it. <laughs> like, that's why I'm going out.
2: <laughs> so
0: if you have a burrito that, like, do you unhinge your fucking jaw to eat it? I got a big mouth and I can barely, like, you know, eat some overly stuffed
1: burritos as it is. Well, the trick is, right, you want to squish it as if you're trying to choke it. Like Homer, like as if Homer was choking Bart. You want the inside to to just kind of squirt out. Like you just want it to
0: be all over your So that's
1: what I was saying. So you want to do that and hope that it doesn't like explode everywhere and then like eat it now that it's more compact.
0: Fuck, I really want a burrito now, to be honest, all of this talk.
2: Me too. (laughs) I haven't had dinner. I haven't even washed today.
1: Then order a burrito. You don't have to go outside. (laughs) <laughs> no, an Dinner
0: made upstairs. Oh, weird. Is a burrito is something I don't consider like delivery food because you saw so <laughs> because of, because of how you normally get it. So I always think I couldn't order one of those. I wouldn't be there to tell them what to put into it.
2: <laughs> it wouldn't. It, I don't think a burrito would travel very well. That's my a other No. Nah. It's stuff
1: you don't, don't want to travel. So. You
2: stuff get it beaten with a knife and fork, like.
1: It's a, it's a, a, burrito a, you need,
2: a burrito you need to eat on the premises.
1: Okay. No, a,
0: bur- a burrito you eat immediately after leaving, walking awkwardly down the street, trying not to get any juice on your hands or spill anything of it, so you Which don't really pay attention to your surroundings. Yeah, and then by the end, yeah. your hands are soaked, and it was delicious, but you're like, I don't know if this was the right decision.
2: I refuse yeah. to eat while
1: walking. Say so when I'm
0: out, I primarily eat while walking.
1: Yeah, I, I'm the I'm the same. I, I and your decision is much smarter. I shouldn't do it. I have enough stomach problems with it. I don't I don't need to make things harder on myself, and yet I do anyway.
2: I'm just I'm just too messy an eater. I I just can't get away with it. Okay, um, I'm imagining we, you going full Zoidberg with it as well. Just like we
1: should wrap this up, um, because it's getting late, and I am halfway through making dinner. <laughs> what, making, what are you making? For our audience. I am making a burrito. You prick. Nah, I'm not really. I lied. I make a (laughs) stir-fry. I'm just stir-frying up some beef. Um, Okay. This has been episode 41. I've been Adam Sheridan.
0: Daniel Person.
1: And (laughs) Steven. Oh, Steven, you sound better than ever. Anyway, uh, bye.